Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired their personal trainer as a caterer. All right, folks, let's keep this line moving. You there with the tongs. Picking up one Duchess potato at a time will not cut it at my catering table. Drop and give me 50. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Okay, this is what we call the wild mushroom and asparagus dip, dip, and press. Come on, let's get those plates above your heads. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Welcome to the experience. Welcome to the experience. Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast in which each week I'm on a one-man mission coach through the university. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and with me this week is somebody that you all know. He's on every podcast you can think of. He's on If We Ran Nintendo, Shaq Life. Is there any more I can think of? Fuck suppose. How do I forget that one? <laughs> Mr. Jason Lacey, how you doing, brother? Good, man. How you doing? Good, good, good. It's good, it's good to be here, man. Definitely. Thanks for thanks for working with my crazy schedule. <laughs> no problem. It's like if I did a podcast all the time, it'd be easier to do other podcasts. <laughs> you would think that, huh? <laughs> As always, we like to start the podcast off with the five for five. Five questions, five answers to get the ball rolling. Jason, are you ready? I've I've been I've been waiting for this day. Just thinking, what is Delvin going to give me on the five oh. for five? Uh, this episode hasn't come out yet, but I recorded it a couple days ago. I got one of the worst five for five answers <laughs> I've ever gotten in my life. It was so bad oh, that no. I actually told the person that was horrible. <laughs> and I have never done that before. So I almost can guarantee you that you would do better than that. All right. All right. All right. Question number one. What's the best album you listened to this past year? Ooh. Let's see. And that, that's tough, too, because I ha- I don't listen to a lot of complete albums um, so much anymore because I just most of the time, man, all I have time for is podcasts. And then I'll just throw on when I do get caught up, I'll throw on Spotify and I just hit up my Discover. Let's switch the question in. What's the best podcast episode you listened to this past year? Ooh. I want to go through something a little out of the ordinary because I, li- I listen to a lot of the same stuff 
listen to a lot of the same awesome people, but um, a while back, someone got me turned on to a podcast called Reply All. And it's, uh, you know, tech, internet oriented. And, and this summer, they've been doing um, back catalog stuff because they're on break. So they're pulling up stuff from their back catalog, which I'd never heard before. And it, it's going to be a tie between two most recent ones. Okay. And the first one was about, it was called, the, it's called The Boy in the Pitcher. And it was about this, um, it, w- it would have been, it, this would have predated memes, but it's essentially what it was. It was like this picture, this stereotypical teenage party. And there's this guy on this bed with two girls that you can tell he's interested in, but you know, he's not getting with, getting with either of them. And so the internet, this web, this whole forum became obsessed with trying to learn the identity of this guy. And this is before social media. This is before anything else. And this, it, this, there's this huge story that goes behind it. And this reporter eventually tracks him down. It was just, it was this crazy story. And the other one, um, hits close to home because I was just thinking, you know how you're sitting there and you'll get these weird numbers on your phone, call you and you answer it. And it's like a robot. And it's like, you have your Microsoft, blah, blah, blah is out of date. Or it's always, it's a scam you know, type of yeah. thing. And this is, this reporter got one of those calls saying, Hey, your, your iCloud has been infected. Please call tech support. So he calls it, calls them out on it, keeps calling this number. And it's this call center in India. And he keeps trying to figure out how they operate. What are they scamming people? And eventually he goes to India and it's just it's it's crazy. A lot of dark twists and turns. It's uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, what it was a, that podcast? Reply all. It's uh, Gimlet Media hosts it. So Gimlet really got popular because of uh, that the TV show that ran um, just this past season with uh, Zach Braff. Um, what was it called? Uh, it's like when he was podcasting his entire life, though. That was the because that's the true story of the guy that founded Gimlet Media. He started out. He like created his own. Um, podcast, his own tech company, I think, based on doing that. But Reply All is the name of the podcast. I'll share it with you. Um, okay. Show us. Really cool. And then, um, you know, going back to albums, though, I would have to say, like, still, I, I really like Foo Fighters. So probably um, still, I still love Sonic Highways. I think that's such a great album. I got that on vinyl and I, I love going back to that. I've listened to their new one, but music, music I is something that you know, I, I was really passionate about growing up, but now it's like, it's, it's a trade off. It's like, do I get behind in 50 podcasts or do I jam out for a while? You know, that's the trade off I have to make each week. I have a flow with that. Sometimes like some days I wake up and I will listen to podcasts all day, not even watch TV. And then some days I will just crank out some Anita Baker in the earphones and rock out for the rest of the day with just music. That works too. And then another thing is some days I'll just pop an audio book for five or six hours. Yeah, that's, yeah. Because that's my new poison right now, audio books. <laughs> I'm getting, like, heavy into audio books. Yeah, I, I've i dabbled. I've dabbled, but it's a good, it's, it, it makes sense because it's like I don't have time. Like reading, you got three things competing for my free time. Do I want to read? Do I want to Netflix? Or do I want to play a game? And then, you know, you got to pick the lesser of the evil sometimes. Yes, and you may not know this. I am a very dumb man. I don't have time to be reading books on <laughs> stuff. Tell me what I need to know so I can get on. Right, right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> Question number two. What is your favorite video game experience? Ooh. I think I have to still go back to um, this would be back in my my late no, be my early 20s. So we're talking 2000, probably like probably 2004, 2005, and still um, 
it's just some of the most fun I had back then. Uh, I was P- pretty much PC gaming exclusively, and I got very much caught up on um, Wolfenstein Enemy Territory, which was a, a free to play. It was originally going to be an expansion to the, the the first person shooter, Return to Castle of Wolfenstein, and they released it as a free to uh, as a free multiplayer component because the the actual expansion got scrapped. But Splash Damage, the developer, had the multiplayer done, so they just released that free, and you could just download and play it. And it was like my first real foray into a class based multiplayer competitive type game, and I was you know twenty. Didn't have a lot of responsibility. Just go to work my part-time job, go to class, and then I probably sunk every other free uh, minute of free time into that game. So I had a lot of close-knit friends. And at the time, I think the I think back then MLG might have just been getting started. Uh, I think there was another like a competitive league called like CPL. So like the whole esports was just very much grassroots still, just getting off the ground. And so there was this website. It was called uh, TWL Team Warfare League. And playing, we did, there were like ladders, but they had, they had like a, they had a, a league for this game. So we played, you know, I was in a group of a bunch of guys from the U S and Canada and we played competitively, you know, amateur competitively, of course, on that game. And it was just a blast to like, you know, do, do the practices, do scrimmages against other groups and then to play. And I mean, we were, we were probably one of the better there were like two leagues there was like an a league and a b league we were like one of the better teams in the b league but it was just it was fun to just um play that much and like have a good time and to be competitive like to live your your competitive dreams you know (laughs) so it was i just had a lot of fun with that game and man it was just it was just a blast and still to this day like that's like one my my dream multiplayer game because you have to like really support you have to play a specific class. You have to support your team. You can't just go out and try to get the most kills. I mean, you have to have teamwork. You have to have good strategies. It was, it was a blast, man. It's still one of my favorite games. I wish I thought I always thought I would always play that forever, but now I'm like, no. But it, it's like one of those things where you know, like especially when it's multiplayer, when people move on, that game is done. You know, it's like you can just go back and play it and revisit it. So it's like it's just always going to be in my memory. It's never going to be. I'm not going to be able to relive that experience with that game. You know. But man, I'd go back to it. I'd go back to it in a heartbeat. Well, not the not the like eight hours a day playing it, but <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question number three. What is the dumbest thing you've ever done as a kid? Um, I'm gonna have to say probably the stupidest one. I was working this is in the summer. I would have been 17, maybe 18. And I had a part-time job. I remember, I think I was uh, at a buddy's house, um, probably having like a land party at the time. So I went to work. And I remember I'm rushing back there because I got to play Diablo or something. And I took it back, taking the back roads. And I was like, you know what? I've never tried to like drift my car around corners before. So I like try to, I, I what did I have? I had a Buick. No, I had a, I had a Oldsmobile. What was it? I think I had no, I had a Buick Cutlass Supreme. I don't remember what car I had, but I like tried to fishtail around the corner a bit, just hit loose gravel, and just the car just goes straight. It's just like bites into that gravel, and just here's the tree car. The whole front fender just goes up into the tree. And I was like, 
<laughs> That's not good. Because it's it's like it David it David fishtail. It was literally the car just turned and went straight into the tree. I was like, oh my god! And it's just like that feeling. It's like as you're doing it, you're like, this is great, and then you're just like, this is the stupidest thing I've done. And yeah, totally did smash up my fender, dented up my car. I mean, I was still able to drive it and get it out, but it was just like, why did you do that? You know, it, it's just. Well, I have some good news for you. I didn't crash, but I did something similarly stupid. I was in uh, my first year of college, and I don't know if you know this, but they had a song called Get Your Roll On, which was by the big timers, if I'm correct. Okay, okay. Everybody get your roll on. Yeah, yeah. I was in the parking lot with my friend at a bank. It was like probably like 1 o'clock in the morning. We was out hanging out all night and stuff like that. And I was doing donuts in the parking lot of my car, playing that <laughs> song as loud as I can. <laughs> At one o'clock in the morning. Now, thank God nobody like saw us. Right, right. If a cop would have pulled up and saw that, I'm quite sure I'd have gotten a lot of trouble. Right. Just right. Bank parking lot, doing donuts, <laughs> blasting everybody. Get your roll on. Oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah. I was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to do it when you're young, right? Yeah, definitely. Question number four. What's the smartest advice someone's ever given you? That's a hard one, isn't it? That is a hard one because, you know, you've gotten a lot of advice over the years on what to do. You know, I think I'm going to go to something actually that it was it was something I actually received fairly recently because like I have a I have an interesting relationship with my dad, but it's not like he's not like my dad's like very much a kid at heart and it's he's not he's sincere, but the moments when of his sincerity are very far between because you get so much of the 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 joking around and the immaturity from him all the time. So when he does have those moments of like since deep thought, sincere emotional stuff, it really resonates because you're not you're not familiar with that, you know, and it doesn't it doesn't happen very often. So you really take it. And I just remember like I think it was probably right before I think my wife was probably still like we were probably right around, you know, six, seven months pregnant with our my first our first child. And I remember he said to me, like I can't I still can't even remember exactly what he said, but just him talking about fatherhood and just like how him he's like you know you're not going to be nothing i can say to you or nothing anyone can say is going to prepare you for what it's about to happen but you're going to be you know you're going to forever be a changed person and then when you look when you look down and you you have your child there and you become a dad it's going to it's just going to change you for the rest of your life and i just i remember and because i think in that way too that's his way of telling me like what I did for him, but him trying to prepare me for what's to come for me. And I think for, for him to say that sort of thing, it, it, it really, first it just catches you off guard because it's, it's deep and it's emotional, which isn't like my dad, but it, I just, I still remember it stick like sticking with me. And it wasn't just so much what he said, but it was just the way I could hear the tone in his voice. Cause unfortunately it was on the phone, but just to hear it, I could hear the emotion in his voice too, which is nothing never see from him. And I think that's always going to be a moment that always, really sticks with me. So let me ask you then, 
Did it change you? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I cry all the time now. I cry all the time. <laughs> my son does any, anything and I'm like, oh my God, this is the greatest yeah. thing. You know? Yeah. Uh so I mean, yeah, it's it's amazing. Like I like I was just telling my wife today, like parent parent paranoid's like it's the craziest thing because it, it, all in one, you have the highest moments of jubilation, the highest stress, the greatest, like you feel like more accomplished than you're having your life and you feel the absolute worst upset. And it, all in the matter of five minutes, you can experience all these emotions, but you wouldn't change it for the world. You know? Yeah, I completely agree with that 100%. All right, question number five. This is the fun question. This is the question that got completely screwed up. Ooh, That's ooh, here we cool. go. Here we go. <laughs> There's a zombie apocalypse happening. It's going to happen right now. You're in your okay. house. What are five things you grab? Now, let me put this caveat in because people keep saying this one thing over and over again. It drives me crazy. You don't have to grab people. People can walk. <laughs> you, don't to, you don't have to pick up a per- like your wife. You don't have to physically pick up your wife and take her with you. <laughs> she doesn't count and your child doesn't count. Okay. So oh, these are... Okay. So these are... Things I would want to for my survival or for any reason, like for what I would need. I would think like to survive the zombie apocalypse, most likely. You're not gonna just take like, hey, let me grab my PlayStation 4. Yeah, right, right. <sighs> Here's the unfortunate thing. I cause I, I thought I've thought about this. My house is not a good it is it is not stronghold worthy because I have my one my front, my living room, three big windows very much below waist level so zombies are coming right through that walk out basement below me zombies are coming up to that there's no you're not they're not protected here so we have to we have to abandon the lacy stronghold it's no good weaponry we've got nothing good here i mean i've got a bass guitar back here i mean that could do that could bludgeon a little bit i've got all right i've got i do have a shovel in the garage we need that take a shovel that's one we need that we're gonna need i'm gonna take water i'm gonna take as much water as i can bring with me so we'll say a case of water that'll be two something that can hold it in um i feel like in the responsible side of you you would want to try to bring any sort of rations any sort of food but i don't think you're gonna think about that if you're like just getting out you're getting out and you're going so i don't think you would grab food I honestly feel like I would get, I would probably load up on any sort of anything I can use as a melee weapon. So I've got a shovel. Okay. What else do I have? I've got, I don't have a bait and bats. I don't have any golf. I do have, I don't have golf clubs right now, man. Delvin, I am not equipped. If the apocalypse is coming, I don't have any firearms. Okay, so you don't have none, but you can you have stuff that you can take with you. Yeah, so I got you stuff. Like, you don't necessarily need to have weapons. You need to, yeah, I think I mean supplies like food. I think I want to make sure I have an extra pair of shoes because I'm gonna be running. So I got I got shoes. I've got water. I've got the shovel. Um. Depending on time of year, I mean, I'm going to probably want to grab, I'm going to need some sort of outerwear. So a coat, gloves, okay, anything. I mean, here's the, like, I want to see a zombie apocalypse in the winter. You don't ever see that in, in media. You know, we always see, it's that, always summer. Yeah, I always see that. It should and, be something in the winter. Because yeah, it or it's in the, it happens in the South. We don't know, you know, how does that, I wonder, how does the cold affect the corpse? 
Um, so okay, I think so one more. Do you count like the keys to my transportation? Do I count? Well, let's just say you can take it. Transportation is automatic. Advec. Unless you're going to take something like. I'm, I'm bringing my extra. I'm bringing as many gas tanks as I have laying around. Okay, so gas. Then, gas so. That's perfect. That's actually a good idea. Because I was going to say, I was going to say, you, your, your car is automatic. You can take your car. I was going to say, let's go to bring another form of transportation like a bike or a skateboard or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That would be a, that would be an item that you can take. Yeah. Okay. So See, gas works though. This is funny because back in back in high school, I used to work at a gas station. It was my part time job, and I always thought I had a had a detached, you know, car wash there too. And I was like, man, if there was ever apocalypse, I'm coming to that because the car in the car wash had an office. There's only one door. It's a completely like cinder block building, so it's you can't. There's no windows to break through. I was like, I just got to get in that door. Boom, <laughs> I'm holding up inside this place. If anything ever goes down, but well, the place I live in is actually. The perfect place for a zombie apocalypse to happen. It's a two-story building, right? Yep. The first floor is an office. The second floor is like apartments, like two apartments. One I stay in and one my friend stays in. Okay. It's an old office building. It's all cemented. Oh, perfect. A big old security gate is all around it. Oh, nice. Like a You're big set. heavy metal gate because this building has been here for 50 years. It's like, I guess you can call it like a family business almost. Oh, okay. So... It's almost like if you can't, it's a big metal gate. So, unless you have like a truck to pull it down, it's not coming down. And you're not, yeah. And like the front of the office have shutters. So, you're not getting in here. Oh, awesome. You don't want you in here. And you're elevated. So, you get that too. And the front, like even the second floor windows basically have bars on it. So, you're not getting here unless we want you in here. I always remember this always resonated with me. My, my, I had a friend that had like a book. I think back in high school, it was like a book of all like Nostradamus's predictions and things that he had made. I remember one of it was like in 2000, it was like 2007 or 2013. It had said um, we were going to go with, or no, it would have been 1999. It said we were going to go with, go to war with Mars. And that, that doesn't specify, is it mean the war Mars, the planet is Mars an organization? What is it? And then there was another one. I think it was, I think it was, in my mind, I feel like it came up that I would have been 25 when it, when it took place. Either that or it was 2025, but it, I'd have to probably actually do a web search to find out. But he had a prediction, too, that he philosophized when the dead would rise and walk among the earth. So I was, in the back of my head, I'm like, all right, it's coming. It's coming. Can we, can we finally say for once and for sure that Nostradamus was full of crap? <laughs> I think that so. he, was just, he was just clearly just high <laughs> out of his mind, just yeah. guessing a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not like I said. It's possible. I don't think it's probable. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I feel like now as a society, I think we have to be more ready for a zombie apocalypse apocalypse than we ever have before because it's so much a part of the popular culture now. So many people that prior, you know, let's say let's go back twenty, thirty years ago. Not not zombies weren't that big a thing. Your your horror fans, your nerdy people. They were all about zombies. The mainstream public, not so much. Now, zombies are everywhere. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, just going back to the national number thing. Think about it like this: Back to the Future probably has gotten more things right than National Number. <laughs> Think about that. That's true. That's true. Flying cars, three D movies. Yeah, the Cubs. The Cubs winning the World Series. Yeah. So, what can I say? <laughs> 
So what's going on, Jason, man? You've been a very busy man as of lately, to say Dude, the least. You know, here's the here's the crazy thing about all of that. As I remember when I first connect with some people, I'm like, gosh, man, they're doing so many. How do they do these podcasts? Why do you want to do so many podcasts a week? How do you do that? And now look at me. Now I'm sitting here doing three a week. Well, I'm supposed to be doing three a week when I show up to all of my um, – and it's just, I, I don't even know how I keep it straight, especially uh, so with everything else going on. Let's start with the first one. Which one, which one you want to start with? Fluxapose? Yeah, we'll start with Fluxapose. That, I mean, that's that's how that's what got me going and into the whole thing. I've been doing that with um, my good friend Lucas now for what three over three and a half years. For those who don't know, let them know what Fluxapose is. By the way, Fluxapose started off as your typical, uh, you know, we we're 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 nerdy friends, so we have to have a gaming podcast. Um, that's what we strictly kind of started off focused on, and it's it's changed and transformed and gone back but it's very much we like we like to think of it as uh if you ever wanted to hang out with me and lucas um especially to get that same feeling like if we're hanging out at a bar somewhere just hanging out having a beer and having a good conversation that's what we try to encapsulate within flexibility i mean we'll talk we do talk about some gaming trends but we try to have a much more much more conversation um uh, and we'll we'll typically go back and you know we'll have a, a, a focused discussion on things but it's very much just hanging out talking about what what we like about games um we do delve into like some some movies particularly what we, we can pull off on netflix we like to do that once a month and have a, a focused conversation on that but i mean really it's just us most of all i think we're both busy with families and our kids and it's really it's been a way for him and i to just connect on a weekly basis and have and hang out and we just invite everyone else to do it with us i think that really I think that's what really describes it well. How did you guys get into doing this podcast? What was the, I guess the spark of you guys? Let's do this. Well, you know, I started, I think the first podcast I ever listened to was a long, long time ago. Um, when I was, I, I'm sure I was playing, I think I was playing World of Warcraft at the time. And this podcast is still going on called The Instance. Um uh, hosted by Scott Johnson. And I remember I listened to that just a little bit, but I, I wasn't really, you know, like the idea of what a podcast was, doesn't really, it didn't catch on with me then. And then fast flash forward to, you know, 2014 era. I don't, I don't even remember how I, I started, like what was my gateway back into them. But also I was like, you know what people, I think some people were talking about, it. I was like, you know, I'm going to, let me, let me jump back in here. I just started listening to podcasts. And I think as everyone that has like a, a passion for this stuff, you start listening to podcasts. You're like, well, I could have a podcast. I could do a podcast. You know, I think we've all said that. And at the time I didn't do it, didn't hold off, but we were playing on Xbox 360. We were playing in a, a league for the NHL series. So we were playing in, in a, a organized league of, of a bunch of people. And we thought, you know what, why don't we do a podcast for the hockey league? We'll be like a radio show. It'll be about each week. We'll talk about the matchups and focus on players. So we started doing that with a friend and then our, our one friend couldn't, he would pretty regularly wasn't able to make it to the recording. So it was just Lucas and I, and then the interest within the league for the product just wasn't there. So we're like, why don't we just do our own show? We could do that. And I already had a website cause I had a blog that I just toyed around with a long time. And so just, boom, had the website already. We had the interest and we just ran with it. And it's still going. Today. It's that's- still going. 227 episodes strong, I think. I think that's where we're at, 227, which, something which like that. Which is amazing because a lot of podcasts 
Don't reach that. No, <laughs> they, what is it? What is the, the, the set I heard? I think it was like, I think it was even past 10 episodes, I think sometimes. But I, I feel like once you get, like, if I feel like 50. Like if a podcast gets past 50, that's a, that's an awesome accomplishment because there's a lot of shows. I have one that didn't make it. You know, I did one, I had a, a star, a show focused on the star Wars comics, me and uh, Nathan Thomas and um, another host. And we just, I love Nathan, by the way, it's too hard. We just, it's too hard to get together to do it. I got tired of buying all the comics and I think we did it for like five episodes. So I know, I know, I know what it's like, you know, it's crazy. Cause you think, Oh, we're, we're going to knock this out of the park, but it, it happens. It happens. All right, cool, cool. Let's talk about Nintendo Shack, then. Nintendo Shack, man. Which you're all what, a lot. What a journey. <laughs> what a journey that's been. Like, to think that, like, I have such a good relationship with Donnie and Kevin and everyone in PSVG, and I, you know, never really talked to them that much at all prior to that. I mean, I knew I had met Donnie and um, well, Kevin and Nathan, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the community that, I'm I'm good friends with now. We all came all came right back from our listenership of Married to the Games. Everyone kind of came from that that listener pool, connected on the forums, connected over the misery of the Wii U. That's what formed, <laughs> that's what formed the bond. And you know, Donnie's always been this really passionate character. And I remember when uh, you know PSVG started up, and he was like. I don't, I don't remember if he, they reached out to me right, right away. And I think they're just like, you know, I know you're doing flexibles. And then after a while, I was like, you know, well, flexibles were not really focused on games so much. And this really gave me an, I, cause I think everyone, you play games, like, you know, I want to write about games. I want to talk more about games. So that kind of gave me that totally different outlet. And it, I mean, it's another, that that's, I mean, that the rest of the rights itself, you know, they, those guys are just a bunch of awesome, very passionate, like-minded people. And they just, want to create a, a good product. And I think, I think the, it speaks for themselves. It's crazy how much content I think for people that first don't know PSVG and then they come into it and they're like, well, I'm going to subscribe to it. And then boom, all of a sudden your podcast feeds getting blown up every single day. And it's like, what is going on? But yeah. um, Nintendo shack was always the, the, my pride and joy. Cause I always wanted to do a Nintendo focused podcast and with Donnie is like Donnie is so passionate about it. And then he hunts down Carol at a GameStop and says, you're going to podcast with me. Yeah. We, <laughs> she told us to on the podcast. <laughs> it's That's done. not to sound like so cliche, but it's, it's very refreshing to have a, a female voice and a much male dominated medium. So I'm glad that I'm proud to say that it's on a, a podcast that I'm a part of that she's there and you know it's 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 just a blast. I I really enjoy um, having a place like that to to talk shop and not only yeah I, I you know we are we're passionate Nintendo fans but I think we also can be critical Nintendo fans too. We're not just going to always sing the praises and and turn a blind eye when things don't go um, the way as they should. I think we try to be unbiased, but I think we definitely you know we do wear Nintendo on our sleeves and that does that does come forward, but. Uh, very proud of that show. Glad to see that so many people enjoy it each week. And um, I never do. I, I don't look forward to the weeks though when I can't make it on and I have to listen in and I say, oh, "What's Donnie going to? What what shade is going to get thrown at me this week?" Because I, <laughs> I didn't make the recording. But I know it's all in jest. But great show. I recommend if you guys haven't checked it out, please do because that's that's one I always look forward to recording each week. Okay, let everybody know what Battle of the Beer is. <sighs> Battle of the Beer is 
you know, it's something I'm really proud of. It's a really passion project and it, it stemmed from Flex Depose. It started off um, as something we were going to do on Flex Depose. And we, Lucas and I picked a style, we each picked a beer, and then we would taste them on the air and kind of do tasting notes, describe the beer, describe what's going on. And then after a while, we're like, you know, it's really missing something being an audio only medium. Lucas went to film school. Um, he's got friends that went to film school. We're like, you know what? We could, if he's like, how do you feel about putting this on video? And of course I'm like, Oh, I don't video. I don't, uh, you know, you're, you're a little, you're a little unsure of yourself, a little nervous. I was like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. So sure enough, we started, we took it right over here in my same basement. We're like, let's do it. We started filming it. And while the first episodes were rough, it was always a blast, but I mean, it's like 15, 20 minutes of us talking about beer and over the, we've been doing that with this is, once we kind of, we decided to put it into a season format. This is technically season three, even though I think this is like, I think we've been doing this now for at least two years, two and a half years. So it's on YouTube, youtube.com slash battle of the beer. We, we have a, um, each episode we have a, a, we pick a style or some type of guideline. Lucas brings a beer. I bring a beer. We crack them open, give our initial impressions, score them. And we have a winner. And like, we have, some like the editing that gets done. I just, I'm amazed each time when an episode's done. I'm like, this looks like an actual decent YouTube production. Put it forward. I'm, I'm impressed because I always feel like the production quality outshines the product that we're putting into it. Like as the, the hosts themselves, I feel like the, the work on the back end that the team does shines over what Lucas, I can actually do on camera, but it's so much fun. Especially now it's like with the, my, my family, it's hard, so hard to get away to see friends. So it's nice to have something, each and every hour often we get together to film that I can just hang out with some guys and have a blast doing it. But if you're at all a craft beer fan, or even if you're not, I think my, my wife loves watching it. My mother-in-law watches it. it. You know, I think it's entertaining all the same, but it's, it's been a blast to do. And um, there's been a couple of times where we're like, man, it's just a lot of hard work. I don't know if it, we're going to keep doing it. Not a lot of people watch it, but I think ultimately it just comes out each time we do it, we have so much fun. And I think that's what, kind of keeps pushing us to keep making it okay and let's get to the main event of what i wanted to talk to you about if we ran nintendo man you know what if you could i know it's not like a huge podcast in the greater scheme of the things but man if you could have told me like i how did i discover if we ran nintendo i first started listening i'm sure i saw you know sean um tweet about it and I started listening to that and, you know, discover, learn who Bobby Pauls was. I'm like, who is this guy? He calls himself the Nintendo guru. What's this about? And started listening to those guys. And, you know, they don't, they didn't back then, back way back when they didn't really have guests on too often. I was like, man, I, I would love to be a guest on if we ran Nintendo sometime flash forward a year. And, <laughs> and here I am, yeah. here I am a co-host, but that's um, what I want to talk to you about. Like, what is that like? You get like, you get a podcast that you love and that you, Genuinely care about. Yeah, I and mean, one of the, the main. Oh, let me get to that. One of the main members of the podcast leaves. Yeah, and then you end up having to take his place. That is a lot. Of you know, pressure. To say yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a very it, it's pressure and it's very humbling all at the same time because I remember, you know, it, it. You know, Bobby stepped away for personal reasons, and then. It was it was a sad when that podcast was done because I always enjoyed it and I I remember being really disappointed when Sean when they changed up their their format and Sean first left the show because I love the chemistry that Bobby and Sean have together and I was that was a sad day when that show went dark 
I was really, I was really bummed out when if we, if we ran into left and then I Sean brought it back and I was like, yes, this is awesome. And he, he was mixing it up, you know, trying to make it his own, which I appreciate it. Cause you don't want to just, you can't, it, it wasn't quite the same show without Bobby and you don't want it to be the same show. So I appreciated that he was mixing it up and having guests on and it was, I got to be one of those guests and it was a blast. And then all of a sudden one day, I just remember I get this direct, I get this message from him in discord and he's like, Hey, you know, I was talking with someone, talk with Bobby and, you know, they think that, you know, the show would be a lot better if, you know, I had someone on there each week that I could build uh, chemistry with and have a rapport. With. I think the end product would really be a better. And, you know, you were just on with the gamer gas and we were talking about how we want to do something. I think this is the perfect opportunity. And I was just like, I remember like, I, cause it was like, I, you know, Sean's on mountain time. I remember like waking up at six in the morning. And I'm like looking at my phone. I'm like, what? I didn't read that. <laughs> right. You know? And I was just like blown away. And, but yeah, it was like, I can't, I like, Bobby was here. I don't want to, I don't want people, A, I don't want people to think that I'm trying to take his place. I don't want to try to take his place. I want to try to pay homage to him. And I want to, I want to try to do my own thing at the same time, you know? And it was, it was very, I, it was just one of those things that it's just, it, it made me feel like awesome that they trusted me enough to try to do it. And you don't have to think that, you know, Sean loved what we were doing. I had a blast with Sean. I'm glad that we got to carry the torch. And then you have to, of course, in the back of my mind, um, before I knew Bobby was coming back, but part of the back of my mind, I was like, you know, I wonder what happens if Bobby comes back because it's going to, it kind of stinks if I get in the groove and we have a lot of fun doing this. And then Bobby's back. It's like, well, Bobby's back now. Thanks for doing, thanks for being on the show for a few weeks. And then, then it's gone. And then, um, Obviously, we had conversations, and they, I found out they they both wanted to have me, which was great. But it was it was a really interesting interesting experience because for me, for podcasting, I've always been on the ground floor, helped getting things up and running, helped develop, helped plan, helped execute. So it was really unique to walk into something that's already very much a finished product. And I love being able to just to show up and not have to worry about the promotion, not have to worry about any of that. It's nice just to be on the show and just not have to deal with the rest of it. But what a what a journey it's been because I, just to go back to the thing like man I just wanted to be a guest sometime and now I'm get to be on it each and every week. Sometimes though, I feel like I'm like I'm like Switzerland and I gotta like keep the peace between <laughs> gotta hold back. Yes. Always like when I first heard Bob would come back, which we all knew he was coming back. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just it was just a matter. It was just a matter of time. Yeah. When I first heard he was coming back and I saw the whole thing, I'm like first thing came to my mind is. What's gonna happen to Jason? <laughs> he, signed a, like, he signed a contract. I mean, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, like they just got in their groove. Like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, totally. And then what do you say? Oh no, it's gonna be a three-man show. Like, yes, I thought it was such so awesome to hear that. It, no, Jason's not going anywhere. It's just gonna be a three-man show, and I was so happy for you. And then I and then I'm not on the show that next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I said, hold up. Where's Jason? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I was so pumped to be able to stay on there, and it, it's it's so funny, like getting to know Bobby and getting to know the different sides of him and getting to know everybody there. It, that's been a blast, and I, it's just crazy how much, like, like I feel like what I like I specialize with, like for, for to bring the table. Like if I think back, who I've, how many people I've networked with and connected to in this past year it blows my mind. Cause I like, there was a lot, there was a while that I didn't know, you know, every podcast kind of runs in circles and there's have 
some podcasts share listener circles and then that expands and another pack some there's a group of people enjoy these podcasts over here and over there and like i didn't know like hardly anybody that was in you know back when bobby was doing his first thing and now it's like now i'm so good friends with everybody and it, it just blows my mind how many different people i've met and be able to connect with and share things with it's it's crazy what the power of the internet man yeah definitely because the fun thing about interviewing people every week is that because of the people that that they bring along, I get a whole new audience. Yeah, like, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I told this to Bobby, like he, he Bobby was one of the first guests to come on this podcast. And it kind of like changed everything. And I told him this plenty of times where I thought I thanked him for that. He was like, no, nah, it's not a big deal. Like, no, no, no. You don't understand. Me like when you're first starting a podcast and you're trying to build your audience. Mm-hmm. And getting somebody on there who's already established, like like, not to take anything away from anybody else, but like uh, Bobby, for example, like PSVG guys, you know, having them on the podcast did so much for this podcast. That's not like I said, this is not a gaming podcast. I'm kind of in my own lane, so it's it's kind of hard to explain to people like oh, what this is. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is an interview podcast. Oh, what kind of interviews you doing? No, it's any everybody from all walks of life. So when I get somebody in here like Bobby on the show, you. And you guys bring your audience, it helps me a lot because people start talking about the podcast. They start absolutely like, hey, this is this is this. This is not just this, not only just gaming. Yeah, he interviews people who are into gaming, but he interviews so many different people in so many different walks of life. So it helps so much to have people to talk to and have, like I said, now it's crazy because my podcast now brings kind of like reaches other people in terms of like. There are people who are Delvin Cox Spirits fans, and they mm-hmm. go out there and preach the gospel of it. They'd be like, hey, <laughs> like, for example, with the Carol episode, I've had some people message me it's like, you know what? I start listening to PSGVG because of that interview, or I start listening to PSGVG because of the interview with Donnie and Kevin. And, yep. And, yep. It's, and it goes back and forth like that. I'm like, and I'm glad to that I can kind of pay those guys back in that yeah. way. Yeah, it works both ways because you're turning on an audience that maybe never would have connected or discovered a product and then the people that are that you're having on have an audience and they're they're going to want to check things out and then they're going to discover your show and share that and it, yeah it's just very much mutually beneficial yeah so i always appreciate the love from you guys and like i said you know i don't always I mean, say it i think there's like there's a thing like you know you some people can i think it's tough because I think sometimes some people will get, I mean, yeah, some people are competitive and they don't want to, um, you know, some people are so much focused on what they're doing and what they're creating and trying to push their product above all. But you know what? I, you know, I'm so, I'm so far past that. Like some people get so caught up in the numbers and their stats and how many listens, how many downloads. I don't even get, I like the, best thing i've ever did and i i, I think I, I i don't remember what podcast listen i'd listen to so just this too is like when you let go of that and you don't pay attention to that stuff anymore you're you're free you know so letting go of all that and just be able to focus on the product and the people is the great and like the best thing i've had about podcasting is meeting other podcasters like yourself getting to know them getting to listen to their shows help make each other because you know we're all it's all we all do this for the love the fun of it so why aren't why aren't we helping each other do something better you know and it's yeah. like I, there's no point there's no point in like i'm it's not a trade secret i'm not gonna like well i'm not gonna 
I'm going to sabotage them. I'm not going to let them know what I did that made this better or X better. It's like, why would I do that? You know, it's like, it's all about just, you know, of course, if I, there's something I like, I want to share it with other people because I want them to discover it too. And hopefully they like it. Or if I think that someone's going to be interested in it, I want them to, to, I wanted to find it because I think that's the, I think that's the greatest, like, cause I think if, what would I want as a content creator? What do I want to people? I Me, mean, yeah, I want people to listen to the show, but the, the greatest compliment is when someone that enjoys your show tells someone else, Hey, I think you're going to like this and I want you to listen to it, you know? And that's, that's the best thing. That's why we do it. Yeah. It's definitely awesome to see that happen and see the podcast community grows and stuff like that. And it's yeah. like, I've watched my podcast grow from, I'd say okay numbers. So it's kind of getting kind of big and it's like wow. And it's cool yeah, to see that, that isn't that that first that like that first time you put that show up and you're like, well, hopefully somebody listens to it. Yeah. <laughs> and and now to look at where you're at now, and you're just like, it's crazy. You just never think you're gonna get to that point. And now look look at you now, you know. Yeah, it's crazy to think about that. Cause I remember the first time I did a podcast, it was called the Mic Drop Podcast. The episode one of it was about God. And religion. It wasn't like we were like religious people, but we were just speaking about God because mm-hmm. being my best friend at the time, he's still my best friend for that matter. We were just talking about having an honest conversation. Yeah. About why sometimes God gets criticized and people are kind of like so hesitant to follow God or whatnot. Just conversation between friends, not getting too religious stuff. That episode blew up. Wow. I mean, it like it like got like five thousand, six thousand listeners the first week. I'm like. Holy crap, this is awesome. I'm like, oh, I guess I guess we got a hit. So let's go next week. Next week, five <laughs> listens. Oh. Like, uh, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yep. And it was it was always one of those things where I would have episodes, it was something like that would happen. Like um, we did like we did we did a, a, a lot of episodes of the podcast. And we'd have the ebb and flow where we have episode do crazy good, mm-hmm. and episode do crazy bad. And then when he couldn't do it no more, I started to do the double cock experience, and I was terrified. Like, um, <laughs> like yo, because one is that's it was a podcast by myself, and I didn't know what how it was going to come out, and I didn't know, yeah, I didn't always have the idea of what it was going to be. So my first guess was, hey, let me get somebody who who knows what they're doing. And so I called, I got Donnie, I dated first episode of the podcast. It was about E three. Okay. And it did pretty good. Like, you know, mostly people I know listened to it and people enjoyed it. But as I got on going on the podcast, I started finding my own voice. And I think it was yep. because of interviewing people like Donnie and, and I interviewed a lot of people, Donnie and Spencer and just getting so far into it. It became the Devil Cox Experience became its own thing. And I started growing my own audience. And now it's just amazing. Yeah, like, it's yep. crazy yep. to see. You need that time to like get your feet wet and you know, you're just going to nat- the natural progression of things and you're going to just get into your groove and you're just going to run with it. You know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy now, man. Cause like once in a while I'll chart on iTunes, I'm like what in the world was going on? <laughs> People are like, Oh, you're big town. I'm like, no, 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 no. Hollywood. <laughs> like no, no. not even close to big time, but it's because of people like you and everybody who, Listen to the podcast; it gives it a chance. Absolutely, man! Happy to share it. Happy to happy to help any way I can. You know, it takes it takes me two seconds to do a retweet or to send a message. Why? You know, I'll do that for everybody. Definitely, man. So, what's been going on with 
all these podcasts. Now, what do we what for? First of all, what can we expect from if we ran Nintendo coming up soon? <sighs> you don't have to give secrets away. Just like, <laughs> just like you know, I think I think it's it's gonna it's finding that screw. If it hasn't helped, like Sean Sean's been busy. I've been busy. You know, we had to we moved the show with our we got three varying schedules. We're dealing with two different time zones. I got I'm going to be gone for two not two Friday. I'm going to miss two episodes in October. So you know, it, I think it's it's finding its footing again with the three of us. I think it's starting to catch its groove. So I think that show is only going to continue to get better because yeah, I I've, I've been around Bobby, but I I haven't podcasted with Bobby that much. I've been a guest. I've had him on Flexibose. I've had been, I've had him on uh, Nintendo Shack. But we haven't we haven't a chance to really to get that chemistry going, and especially with three people, that's a little different. So I think you're going to keep seeing that show improve, and you know, Nintendo continues to give us great topics to talk about. Do cloud saves work? Do they not work? Do you get directs? Do you not get directs? There's always going to be something going on with the Nintendo sphere, especially now we got the online service coming up. We've got it. We're of course we're going to have ways to tell you how we would clearly as the business savvy individuals that we are, how we're going to run this company much better than Reggie Fizme. I mean, come on. I mean, we got it. We got it covered. So I think you're just going to continue to see that show go and, and improve. And I, I, I think the best part about that show is it, it's just the people that are the passionate about the show as well. And it's, it's always great to see who turns out for the live recording and um, to be there in chat. And I, I think that show is very, that show is a, a it's about if we're in Nintendo, but it's always it's a celebration of the well out of the community as well. And I, I think you're just going to continue to see that show get better each and every week. So let me ask you this. You're on two different Nintendo shows. Yes. Contrast, how do they differ from each other? Thankfully, they are different because otherwise it would be Very. so hard to do this. If we're in Nintendo. Can be topical. But I mean, that's it for you. Those uninitiated, it's literally we have we'll pull down a couple topics each week and take it just as if we ran Nintendo, I would do X, I would do Y. So it's very much that roundtable conversation of us running this company or just criticizing the company. So it can be, yeah, if there's something newsworthy, we can get topical on that. But most of the time, it's going to be, it can be anywhere. We could be talking about how, how we would have launched the NES. You know, we can jump back around. We're not tied to the current trends. And yet. Now, Nintendo Shack, that is very much the flavor of the week. This is what happened in Nintendo this week. This is what games we're playing. Let's talk about this game. Let's review this game. That's very much the, the typical game, more, I want to I'll say gaming podcast type of thing where we can just talk about the news of Nintendo, talk about a current game, talk about what's going on, break down E3. So thankfully they're separate because otherwise if I, it would be way too much crossover and I, I don't think it would work. And I think I, you know, I started on if on Nintendo Shack first, then I got the invite for if Nintendo and poor Donnie, I know is immediately think, well, I'm done. I lost Jason. There he goes. And thought I was going to, you know, ditch him. But I, I'm, I'm fiercely loyal, first of all. And I, Donnie knows that. And I, I, especially the people that I care about. And I, I could never turn my back. And, you know, Donnie gave me that platform, gave me, you know, that Nintendo show I always wanted. And yeah, I mean, it's, it, I hate to miss episodes, but I think I'm able to miss episodes because I know there's an awesome team that's there that's going to do just as good a job, if not better when I'm not there. And I'll, I'll always support them for that. So yeah, if we're in Nintendo crazy off the wall conversation, Nintendo shack, 
you got the Nintendo news, the Nintendo is going on. So that's, that's your, that's your lowdown right there. I'm sorry. What's that? You were breaking up on me. I said, I said uh, you just broke up completely. <laughs> I don't about her. Anything you said about Oh, well, hopefully it's there in the recording. Oh, gosh, Internet. Why do you do these things? <laughs> but, yeah, man. So, let's get into one more thing before we go. So, what are your future plans? Any more podcasts you think you're going to no. start up or anything? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know. It's, it's Luckily, it's varied enough. I'm very much, like, trying to keep – A, I, I want to be respectful – of my wife and not um, overload myself. I don't want to bear my, I'm already, sometimes I wonder, am I already doing too much where this is, it's, it's not so much for me, but is, is the effort I'm putting forth or is the end product suffering because I'm trying to do too much. Um, like, cause I, you know, I love to guest on podcasts, but it's tough when I'm already, you know, three nights a week is dedicated to doing the shows I already do. And I'm not going to be able to to do that. And then plus, it's just like finding that balance of doing the things I want to do personally because it that takes in the time. So, no, no, no more podcasts. Continue to grow the shows I do. Continue to have fun with the shows I do. Um, you know, I'm. I'll be honest. I'm just buy. I'm buying time until December when Smash Brothers comes up. That's what I'm. I'm so looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm slow. I'm trying. I'm kind of. I've gotten into it. I've been streaming more often. It's not something I'm super passionate about. I, it is fun, but I, like it all just stems from one day I was on my Twitch account. I was like, Hey, I, I'm, I'm really close to getting an affiliate status. And I'm like, you know, I, let's just have it. Let's make it a fun goal to try to hit that. So that's something I'm trying to toss around with. I tried to stream a little more often. I'm trying to improve um, that quality of things. And plus it just, it's another piece of content that I can add to PSVG. I can add to flux to pose. So it's easy to dial in and out of, but you know, really, you know, it's for my my podcasting life, for the content life, business as usual. Um, just trying to grow and improve as a dad each day. I mean, my son, my son's eighteen months this week, and it's just like I'm just trying not this week, this month, and it's just like trying to try to take all that in because man, they, everyone tells you, everyone says, you know, like you know, they'll grow up quick. You and, and it it it's it's so true. That is so true because it's like I, I Google photos is the worst thing you can ever have because it always be like rediscover this day or, Hey, here's the collage. And it's always like, Hey, look at that's your kid when he used to be two months old. And then you're like, Oh, you know, now it's like, when did he become, he's a, a little boy. He's not a baby anymore. Now he's a little boy. When did this happen? So it's like being, I want to, you know, I don't want to miss those moments. So um, continue to have a good balance between, my real life and my online life and um, keep connected with more people and keep, uh, keep on keeping on above all. Man, that was awesome. Man. Jason, let everybody know where to find you. I will give you guys a rundown. You can follow me. Uh, I'm most active on Twitter at JW Lacey. Um, Check out Flexibose at flexibose.com. You can find all the links you need. Uh, PSVG is uh, psvg.blog. If you're in Nintendo, check out nintendoguru.com. Those websites will connect you everywhere. 
But, um, I mean, easiest way to find me a lot of time is I'm right on Discord as well. So um, I've got my own Discord server. There's the, I'm part of, PSVG is part of the Make Us Better community. That's one massive community on Discord. We're on there all day. It's easy to check me. If you guys want to check out any of my content, that's amazing. Thank you for doing so. And if you have something that you'd like to share with me, I'd be more than happy to take a look and help promote it for you. Definitely. As always, man, you're awesome, man. Keep doing hey, your thing. Dude, I right back at you, man. I, I give you kudos because doing anything solo, man, that's tough. Because, like, you're only as good as the guests you're going to have on. And I especially probably starting out. That might have been difficult. But now I feel like you probably got your line and people up, knocking it out. It's awesome to see what you've built up. And I'm glad you see you're just, you got it going, man. It's awesome. Thank you, man. Definitely. Thank you, man, brother. As always, Double Fox Sports, we are out. Peace. Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, see club for details. Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, see club for details.